0: You're listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello, welcome to a second Garibaldi Red podcast of the week after we look back on Arsenal. Uh, now I'd like to be joined by world featherweight boxing champion, Lee Wood, a massive Forest fan. Lee, thanks for joining us. Um, world champion, that's pretty mental. Is Has that, is that sunk in yet?
1: <laughs> yes, mate. Um, long time coming. Uh, you know, I've had a crazy last two, three years. In my career um it's all happened in, in a short space of time so it's all been quite surreal we sit here now uh, well the
0: last time you were on you were kind of teasing your world title fight against um, is it Zhu Kan the Chinese fighter uh, and you know you i'm sure you surprised a few people there and won the belt now you've got a fight against Michael Conlon in in Nottingham in March how's
1: it how's it shaping up for you how are you feeling about the fight yeah I'm extremely confident uh, my old mentor Brendan Ingle, bless him, um, back in the day when, you know, it was so I was coming, before I even made my pro debut, he used to say to me, um, Winning a world title is hard, but keeping one is harder. So, you know, all it's come since I started this company. My mentality is, you know, he's coming to win his world title. This is his world title fight. So he's bang up for this. You know, he's going to give in everything he's got. But at the same time, I don't want to be that kid that's remembered as won one and lost it straight away. So, you know, everything that I put into that first camp to win it, i want got to go one better this camp make sure I keep it.
0: I was saying before we started recording this, reading up on Conlon, I mean, he's got a great pedigree, he's got a great record, he's won an Olympic medal, he's obviously a massively talented fighter, but he seems to have quite an ego. I mean, reading his quotes, he seems to think he's almost won the fight already. What? what how are you viewing him as an opponent? And uh, Do you take any offence to that or not?
1: No, no offence. He's confident. He's very confident. Um, he's been managed very well. So it's not false confidence because, you know, he's, he's won the fights. He's had to win the fights. But um, no, I don't want to downplay him because when I beat him, if I downplay him after I beat him, it's going kind to of be like, well, you said this and you was right about this. I'd rather him be that knight in shine I'd rather, rather him be perceived as that really good fighter with the um, Olympic medal and world amateur champion because um, then when I beat him, it's going to be... It's going to taste that much better, and it's going to look that much better as well.
0: I think we were saying how you when you were on before, you know, you started off fighting in Nottingham leisure centres. Now you're fighting in Nottingham Arena, a venue that's hosted, you know, Frotch's fights, biggest acts in the world. How are you feeling
1: about that? Yeah, it's one step closer to my dream. You know, I want to, I want to be the first ever to headline at the Forest Ground, and um, I need to do a number on this kid to to make that happen. I've come up the hardest way uh, in professional boxing. You know, small hall boxing i wasn't signed um by a big promoter. you know i didn't sign a multi fact deal with a big promoter when i first turned pro um i was selling tickets to to pay for my opponent and pay for myself sometimes i didn't get paid Um you know so I've, I've been there and i boxed for free um i boxed and trained in the gym when i had nothing coming up all year round i was in the gym when i wasn't getting paid i was in the gym when no one was patting me on the back and these are the things that he's not to do he's not to um Fight for free. He's not had like to train with nothing, nothing not coming up, no promoter backing him, no one there to tap him on the back. I never had a dad take him to the gym. I've done everything off my own back. And you know when things get hard, that's when that's when it matters because I know I can pull myself out of dark plays. I know I can pick myself up after a bad round. I've done it in my in my previous fights. I've done it in my life many times, and that could be the difference on fight night.
0: I was looking at the odds. The bookies have got um, Conlon as as favourite. You do you quite like that, I take it.
1: Then, from what you were saying there, you like having I a point mean, I've been on both I've been on both sides of the fence where I've been favorite and I've not been favorite. And um, my mentality is the same. Um, I try to keep in my head, like, not. I'm, I'm not thinking, like, oh, I'm champion and I'm entitled to win. Like, my mentality is it's sort of for grabs. My mentality is I need to make sure I'm beating him. So it's kind of like a challenger mentality, you know, instead of thinking oh, I'm champion, I'm. I'm I'm better, it's not, and that's not my mentality, this, you know, lose this fight, I'm way back down to the bottom of that ladder again, and I don't want to go there, I've worked too hard to get here, so and like I said before, I'm working harder than I did when, when I won the title, I won the title on six weeks, notice, it's five weeks of training, so this time I've got more time to prepare, i going to be a better version of myself, and this stylistically could be, could make for a more exciting fight.
0: Has life changed at all since you became a world champion? Has, has anything changed for you?
1: Yeah, yeah, loads of bits and bobs changed. Um, but the way I live hasn't changed. And you know, I'm still down in Essex. I'm still training down here. I still see my family and my kids at weekends. Um, I get recognised a lot more financially, obviously. I'm in a lot better situation, position. But like I said, my mentality has not changed. I've still got a lot more to achieve, goals to reach. Um, obviously, new new year, new goals, new um, goals. More things that I'm looking forward to and and hope to achieve this year. Like I said, the, the City Ground is the City Ground fight is still top of my priority list, and I really want to tick that box. And I need to win this fight to to take one step closer to that.
0: Were you a bit gutted when it wasn't the City Ground? and there was even talk of you know Madison Square Garden and all stuff like that. Were you a bit gutted when it was the arena or, or not?
1: No, not in that arena. It's going to be a right wolf pit. I know he's talking about bringing thousands of Irish over, but. The Nottingham fans will turn out and turn up and make noise. You know, as soon as it goes to the box office, I'm expecting big numbers. I've already, like I said, I've already done bigger numbers tickets than I've ever even come close to doing. Maybe four times, five times already. Um, they're not even giving me any more ringside because I've done I've done everything I can do. They won't give me any more. I've got people fighting over them. Um, like to let people down and I'm trying to get more. So um we'll see. You know, it's it's going to be a wolf pit, and Nottingham arena is a right little wolf pit. And, you've seen the fresh beauty fight, Fratch many times at that arena, the atmosphere with the Nottingham people is unbelievable and um I can't wait to hear that on Fight Night as well. But yeah, I mean, yeah. when it comes to nights, you know, I wanted the city ground, but in May with the weather, it was never really going to happen. Um I was I was crossing everything and hoping and wishing, but it was never really, it has to be a small fight.
0: Due respect to Belfast, it's a massive boxing city and I'm sure he will bring fans over with him. Do you think he's underestimating the kind of Passion of the Nottingham boxing crowd for yourself and the, the history of the sport in the city.
1: I try not to read into too much what he's saying. Um, he may be, he may be thinking that he's going to come over and take over. That's not going to happen. But I will say that now that it's not going to happen, um, he is downplaying the fight. He knows this is an hard fight. He knows what is involved and he knows what he's up against. I don't need to say it in the press conference. I don't need to say it to him. He knows. Um, and he, was, he said a few comments, but um, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut, work my ass off and get the job done.
0: How do you deal with the pressure mentally? Like you say, I mean, boxing's not like football. You lose a match in football you've got another 45. You lose a fight in boxing, you've got to claw your way back up the the ladder, haven't you? Is that, that must be a pressure, a mental challenge for you? Possibly, but every
1: fight's the same. Any fight on your way up, you lose, you bump, you're down. Um, I've had this pressure at Nottingham Arena before. Um, I wasn't headlining, my friend headlined, but I basically was headlining, you know, the, the turnout and the, the arena was full for myself. Um, and, I, and I performed. It was punch perfect. Same again this time. Um, just my mentality, when the pressure's on, you know, I'll pull it out of the bag. It, I raise my game. I'm not the one that falls under pressure. Um, same with the challenge, same with my last fight, you know, short, short notice, um, five weeks of preparation and I pulled it out of the bag because I was just extremely focused. And that focus is what's got me here, and that's what focus is going to win me this fight.
0: What's the team around you been like? Because you trained, you changed trainer fairly recently. Are you feeling the the influence of your new trainer? Do you feel like it's a step up that's really helping you out for this fight? One hundred percent.
1: I wouldn't be here without Ben. I wouldn't have won my last fight without Ben. I probably wouldn't have won my British title fight. All I looked as good got in that British title fight without Ben. So, I'm extremely thankful to him. Been the situation in the new gym around good fighters. You know, you've got Josh Taylor, he's got all the belts, his weight. Liam McGregor coming through for a world title. We've got um, Mark, the concern, just made his debut looking great. Uh, Will Caller. And um, we've got the twins that just come back from the Olympics. Um, Leo DeLange, we've got some really good kids in there. Shabazz Masood, you know, all in one gym, all in one, under one roof. And um, you couldn't get a better stable in the country, in my opinion. And we've got Lee Wiley and the video analysis. Like, we've got, we've just got everything covered. And um, so there's no excuses, not getting the job done, you know, with the setup we've got. Pay-per-view
0: on zone. like, it's a massive night. Uh, does that make it even more exciting to know that, you know, you're going to have support out, out, well outside the arena as well, aren't you?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I sold some of my supporters' T-shirts a few months ago and they got sent all around the world. It was crazy. I sent them to Ireland. Into uh, Conan's hometown, in fact. So, um, you know, I've got support all over, it's nice to have. Um, my profile's pretty much doubled, if not more, since my last fight as well. And again, you know, Conan's got a massive following. And um, doing a number on him, my, my profile's going to grow again. And it needs to keep growing because this city ground fight, it's big numbers. You know, you're talking like 30,000 at the first ground, if not more, with the pitch. So, I need to make sure my profiles keep growing, and especially in my own city of Nottingham as well. How hard is it not to look beyond the next fight then? Because you, you've got a goal, obviously you want to get there. How hard is it not to get ahead of yourself? Yeah, I'm just concentrating, fight by fight. I always have. I've always done that. Um, you can't get ahead of yourself. Um, It's one of them where if you look at something else and you're not concentrating on what you should be concentrating on, it can slip away. But all my focus is always on my opponent at the time. I never focus on my next opponent, even the Golden Contract, um, even the British title, like everything else can just dis- disappear into your bliss if you're not concentrating on your next fight. And a lot of people make that mistake. And um, like I said, I've had a good schooling from Brendan Ingle, you know, about how hard it is to, be, to become champion, how hard it is to keep it, and all these things I don't forget because it's drilled into me from a young age. So I know, like, I need to be on it. I know I need to be focused. I know I need to be. Um, Giving more than what I gave my last fight, because, you know, fighting for a world title, you're up for it. I know how I felt fighting for the world title back in the summer, so I know what's going through is it? I know what he's prepared to give. I know where he's prepared to go, and um, I'm prepared to go one more in every area. So it's March the twelfth, the same day. Forest
0: play Reading, get a few Forest fans down as well. I suppose that'd be make it the perfect day, wouldn't it?
1: Absolutely. You know, I've waited a long time to um to to have my entrance with the Mullock entire track. I should have done it in Nottingham, but I didn't know there was that much of a forest presence, but there was a massive forest presence and there was singing Mullock and before Um when they before they announced the winner, possibly I might have a double a double entrance track, have that to start to warm the fans, see how many forests are there. Let's talk forest then, um briefly. Last time you came on, it was under
0: Chris Hewton. It was a bit miserable. You did a good job of talking up, but it was a bit miserable. It's not now. You were at the Arsenal game. How much do you enjoy that? How much are you enjoying yeah. Forest at the moment?
1: Did you see me there or not? No, I've
0: seen you. Yeah. I knew you were there. I've seen fans have photos with you and everything, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, bit the, the bit good, to be honest, mate, because I stayed for the first half and a little bit of the second half. Obviously, I have to come back to Essex in the evening.
0: I'm mm.
1: out um, training early Monday morning, so I can't get back late. I can't can't take the piss basically. So I thought, oh, I really want to go, but I can't stay the whole game. So I went for the first <laughs> half. A little bit of second half and then put the radio on in the car. Um coming back. But yeah, I missed I missed the uh, Gravin's goal. But yeah, I mean even the first half I thought I was playing really well. Um the chance around the arena was amazing. The atmosphere was great. Really good game and I'm glad I went even though it we went for the fourth game. That's my dog as well. you Can hear us she's been she's been snoring. <laughs> she snores <still. laughs> He snores through two doors and you can hear all night. <laughs> but yes, mate, um are doing really well under here. And I mean I think Spence is great, makes a massive difference. Um Grabman's looking good as well. Um all the kids uh like Warren, Warren War as well was playing well. And from what I've seen, obviously I didn't see the full game, but yeah, I mean I'm excited for the future. It's the first time I've had to say that. I've been able to say that for a long time in the Forest.
0: We always get ahead of ourselves and dream of promotion, but do you think it might be the year for at least the playoffs, maybe? Super Cooper, mate. I think so. I think so, yeah. What have you made of Cooper then? I mean, Houghton was a good guy, but Cooper feels like he's changed the club to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, just look at the results. I mean, it's hard. It, obviously, you need to sustain it, you need to keep it up um, because sometimes you get a new manager, everyone's eager to impress you, or know it's like, when, when a club gets in manager the book is the odds are on them winning the next game because the players really pick themselves up and you know but um from what I've heard the club and the players have been able to express themselves and enjoy the football you need to be enjoy what you're doing if you if you're miserable in any element of life what you're doing you're not going to get the best out of yourself so I think the players are enjoying themselves a bit more they've been allowed to express themselves and play out they want to play to a certain to a certain aspect of it as well as um sticker to game plans set by him. So yeah, I mean I think um I think we put it playoffs.
0: you mentioned Spence there. I mean I don't know how much you've seen of them. Is he the one that's probably stood out for you the most,
1: Jed Spence, or is there someone else? I think it's been a a contribution of a few players. Everyone's just kind of been lifted with the spirits of the club since the change. Um everyone, you know, everyone's really played a lot better. Um Spence, uh callback. Uh, War the other day. And then, in fact across the board, everyone's still a lot happier and playing a lot better. But yeah, I think he's made the biggest difference, in my opinion. um I was a bit worried if we were going to lose him early. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad he's, I'm glad he's silly. I'm not sure how long he's here for.
0: I know, he's here for the season. He's here for the season, don't worry. Um So lastly then, I suppose the next dream for you after the fight would probably be
1: parade the title belt around the stadium, in front of the Forest fans, would it? It would uh, absolutely be Amazing to come back to the club with my belt. All being well. I'm gonna be doing that and hopefully go to announce a big fight for the summertime if we can get a, a bit of fast turnaround, you know, March twelfth, April, May, June, July possibly. You know, I don't mind going straight back in the gym after this fight to make a big fight in the first ground. Um but we'll see what happens, you know. I need a little bit of luck, other things have to line up, opponents have to line up, uh the slots have to line up. Uh, the club have to agree. There's so many things to, to make it work, but um, I think it could be, it could be the year it can happen. How close did you get to it happening?
0: I mean, I guess Eddie Hearn or his people sat down and made some inquiries with the club, did they?
1: I think there was a conversation. Um, Eddie mentioned it to myself. I said, basically, people sit outside for football all year round. It's a little bit longer with the boxing. Obviously, you need the canopy as well. There's a lot more that goes into it, but I think... From a point of view as well, from a business point of view, is my profile's got a lot bigger, but I think it does need to be a little bit bigger. And there's nothing like building it in this fight and looking good in this fight.
0: Uh, tickets aren't on sale yet, are they? I don't think, but they will be pretty confident they'll go
1: fast. Yeah, I mean, um, the box office goes on sale within a week or so, two weeks. Got some pre- press conferences coming up in Nottingham on Wednesday, Ireland on Thursday. Um, we have got loads of tickets at Blueprint Nottingham coming. In a week as well. If people want to grab them from there, the standard tickets. Um, t- people have ordered tickets myself. The ringside have gone. I don't know if I'm going to get any more. I've got a massive um, response for support for tickets and um, you know wishing me well. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that's took the time to message me or order tickets or or we're going to go to box office and buy tickets, and come and support on the night. Michael Collins thinks he's going to bring uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of Irish people over to take over they're not in arena that's not going to happen you know The are not people aren't, aren't going to let that happen so come and be part of it come and make some noise and let's see this challenger off
0: yes absolutely absolutely right well we wish you loads of luck although i'm not i'm sure you don't need it but thanks for joining us lee massively appreciate it and hopefully we'll catch up soon thank you for listening to garibaldi red a nottingham forest podcast if you enjoyed today's episode then please let us know we love hearing your feedback we'll be back soon with another episode thanks for listening